This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast by Hunter Beal. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're having a wonderful day. Start your day off right with Motivation Monday. I appreciate you listening to this podcast as I am trying to help you better yourself. And with Motivation Monday, I hope I'm achieving that. So this is going to be the last episode for this season, so there won't be any other episode this week. I'm taking a little bit of a break. I've been producing a lot of content, so I'm going to take a week off, analyze, look at the statistics for what I have and what I've done, what you guys like, what you guys don't like. And please leave me some feedback, you know, whether it's DM, text, email, whatever it may be, it'd be great. So you help me get better so I can help you guys understand better, if that makes sense. I'll just leave it at that. Anyways, today's topic of discussion, and I'm going to try to make this a shorter one, is How to Win Friends and Influence People, a book I've been reading. It's amazing. And a big thing that I saw from feedback from a guy that commented on an Instagram post of mine was that I had a bit of opinions in my podcast, which honestly, I kind of, I, I understand. It's like, cause when I listen to stuff, I'm kind of like, all right, just get to the, get to the meat, dude. Like I want to hear the facts and things that I'm going to learn about rather than what, y- how you feel. And I get, and he, and he was really nice about it. I, and I, I want as much feedback as possible. I'm not throwing any hate or anything. I really appreciate this guy's feedback. It means a lot to me because how am I going to get better if no one tells me? So he told me, and I'm going to try it with this podcast. So that's in a little bit of adjustment. So I'm going to give you guys 13 key things that I learned in this book and then finish with a quick summary and try to make this a shorter podcast. And I guess we're just going to see how you guys like it. So getting right to the meat of it, a key thing I saw is what's in it for me. Become a master at handling other people. So in order to achieve this, you have to ask yourself the question, what's in it for them in an essence? You have to think inside their head like what are they looking for and you have to readjust how you're gonna say how you're gonna approach this and what's your aim and it needs to be what's it they're gonna be thinking what's in it for me for the most part so you want that's gonna help you handling other people trying to show them what's in it for them going on to the next one if you want others to like you don't criticize them again It's very important to read the title of the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. This isn't how to, you know, become a CEO, so to say, because I feel like you need in order to become better, you need to get criticized. You know, the kind criticism, not I'm not saying bad criticism, but the criticism that is worded in a way that's positive, but it's going to better that person, I think is really good. I think it's just bad criticism. So you have to learn and adjust how to criticize people so you don't hurt their feelings. Because obviously everyone's different. You can't exactly, you can say it one way to a person, one person, and they'll be fine with it and take it in a good way. And then you say it to another person and they take it in a bad way. So he was just talking about staying away from criticizing people, which I thought was interesting. I try to keep my mind open so I can learn as much as possible. It's only more knowledge once you open your head. Because I, I honestly didn't agree with this. And then as I read in, I was like, you know what? I, I agree with this a little bit. Another point that I saw in the book is if you want others to do you favors, show appreciation frequently and make them feel important. You have to make someone think about it. You're doing someone a favor and 
after you do them the favor, favor, they are super appreciative of your work and how you've helped them. It makes you want to work with them more and it makes you feel important. So there's a happy balance. You're helping someone and you feel important to that person. So it's kind of the trade-off. But you definitely, if you if you want to ask favors to someone, you definitely need to show a lot of appreciation to them because then they feel passionate and feel like they're helping people. Another thing, if you want to make a good first impression, smile. It's so simple. And he went into detail. I'm not going to necessarily go into super in-depth behind that, but just smile. People love a smile. It can like, it brightens you up. You can't be frowning when someone else is smiling. You know, I, I feel like that's very hard to do. Just a simple on this one is smile. Another thing is a person's name is the sweetest sound they know. He goes into full depth detail and I 100% agree with him on this because when someone remembers your name and say it's a business call or whatever you're in class and someone remembers your name, hey, blank, and they say your name, blah, 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 you feel like, wow, they they remembered my name. They care. I've One of the biggest things he talks about in the book and I think is probably one of arguably the biggest points is remembering people's names because I mean I'm not gonna lie it's it's amazing when someone says hey Hunter blah 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 and I like met them not that long ago I'm like you remember my name like I don't remember your name now I feel bad but like remembering their name he put a big emphasis on that so another thing is if you want to be interesting yourself be a good listener who is genuinely interested in others like let's face it We all love being listened to when someone is actually in the conversation just asking us more and more questions and they are showing genuine interest. It gets a rise out of us, all of us, because we're like, wow, this person's actually fascinated and interested in me. And I haven't been in a conversation where someone's this interested in this conversation asking good questions and you can just tell by their body language and tone that they're super invested and interested in actually what you have to say and how you answer the questions. So definitely take that into consideration. I love that one. Another thing is think about what others want and talk about what's important to them. Them is very key because this book focuses on other people rather than yourself. And I'm not gonna lie, I, I personally fall victim to this against it because I think what's important for me, sometimes I'm not saying every single time I'm looking what's important to me, but like this book is really emphasizing on focusing on the other people. And I really like that because it, I'm open mind and I'm trying to understand things to get become a better person and help you guys become a better person. So you might have not realized. And honestly, I didn't even realize that I was like, what's in it for me or like what's important to me when in reality, you need to think about what others want and talk about what's important to them. That's how you win and influence people. Next thing is avoid all arguments. They cannot be won. In my last podcast or last motivation Monday podcast episode, crucial conversations really talks about this avoiding arguments because arguments you can't win. It's dialogue that you win in. Arguments are just backstabbing each other and taking stabs at each other. Argument gets nowhere. Dialogue, healthy dialogue, is what gets you places. Another thing is never tell others they are wrong. They will resent you. And 
I think he didn't mean like never tell anything wrong because as I was reading in the book he gave good examples and I was like okay so that makes sense for example he said don't use things like certainly and undoubtedly because this vocabulary makes the audience think okay you think that there is no other right or wrong way that you are 100% right another thing he says is statements that start with it's clear that or obviously the case is dot, dot, dot. And basically this is telling the audience that you're smart. Like you're saying I'm smarter than you basically. And you know what? I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I definitely said that sometimes. And that really wasn't what I was trying to get across. But I, I really, again, trying to be open-minded. I really do understand that though. That does make sense in how that can be perceived. So I'm going to try my best to take that out of my vocabulary because sometimes I'm like, obviously, blah, 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 blah. But then it's like, well, you're basically saying you're smarter. So I, I agree with that. And I'm going to try to get that out of my vocabulary because I feel like I use it a decent amount. And I probably even said it on the podcast. The next thing he said was, whenever you are wrong yourself, admit it right away. That really stuck to me because sometimes we like to sit on what we've done wrong and we're like how should we say it should we say we're wrong and getting it out of the way immediately saying you're wrong only progresses the conversation or the friendship relationship quicker and gets it out of the way you it takes it off your mind and people have a lot more trust in you when you're quickly to admit when you're wrong rather than being like no i'm not wrong when you know you're wrong and you're doubting that it's wrong another thing is to be convincing, start with a in a friendly way and get others to say yes as often as possible. That's a big thing he talked about in the book. And there's multiple big things. And I keep on saying that probably repeatedly, repetitively. But I really do believe this statement really talked to me. In order to be convincing, you have to start in a friendly way. In order to change others, start with praise. I really liked this. An example he gave in the book, so it makes more sense, is this guy was writing an article and he showed his boss, but his boss immediately knew that this wasn't the right type of report he was looking for, but he started with praise to not hurt his feelings or dent his enthusiasm in his work. So instead of starting with refusal, the boss began giving praise, explaining that the report was magnificent and it would be perfect for many occasions. But he was, he said, particularly for this one, I don't think it's going to work. So he started with that praise and then he was able to get his point across at the same time. And it's kind of crazy how the last Motivation Monday kind of crosses with this one a little bit with crucial conversations because I talked about that a little bit as well is softening how you bring what you're trying to get across your aim to the dialogue and doing it in a healthy and safe way. And I really think that achieves it. That's a great example that the author gave in the book. The next and last thing is when drawing attention to mistakes, do so indirectly and speak of your own errors first. An example that the author gave in the book was a dad talking to his child about his grades. Your grades are looking good, but your algebra is still lacking. Instead, 
of that, try to say, your grades are looking good, and if you keep working on your algebra, you'll soon catch up. The second statement is a lot more soft than the first statement. The, the first statement was referring to the child's algebra not being good and directly pointing it out, whereas in the second statement, it wasn't necessarily necessarily directly pointed out he was giving him that praise but also putting in that like if you work harder then you can get algebra up as well which gave the kid probably a little bit more passion and feel to get through and try better with algebra instead of being discouraged and being like yeah but your algebra is still lacking I think that was a, a good way to reword that example so last but not least a summary of what I just said. To make yourself likable, smile, listen, and remember the names of others. I think that's the key sentence of the entire book right there. People crave appreciation, so shower them with it and talk about what's important to them. Avoid arguments and never criticize others as this will not help you get your way. If you want someone to change, be lavish and generous with all all your praise. Encourage them for every bit of progress they make. Admit your own mistakes openly and only call attention to the mistakes of others indirectly. That's wrapping up this episode. I want to give credit where credit's due. I forgot to put it in the beginning of this podcast. So the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People is Dale Carnegie. Amazing amazing author. This book is 80 years old and it's still one of the best books overall for anyone just about life and and how to win friends and influence people. This is seriously probably one of my top five books I've read so far. I think I've read about 17 books. I'm going to leave a link to all the books that I've read this year so far in this podcast description so check it out just click the link and go, i'm not by any ways getting paid this is not an endorsement these are the books i've read and i'm going to put top 10 books for you guys down in the description again this is the last episode of the season so this will be the only episode this week you guys can check out the other episodes i have this is my 15th episode super Super happy for season two to start next week, but I need to reevaluate and get some more content together and what I'm looking to adapt and pivot to next. But I promise you, next week, we're going to come back better than ever. Hope you have a great rest of your day, guys. And as always, cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Seek knowledge. I'll see you guys on the next season.